welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the Word Alive broadcast today. I want to continue on the subject of seeking God's power. And let's look in Acts chapter 28 and verse 1. And uh, let's look at uh, another example of the healing power of God in the ministry of Paul. Uh, Acts 28, 1. Now when they had escaped, then they found out that the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. Now a snake came out, fastened onto his hand. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer whom, though he has escaped the sea, Yet justice does not allow to live, but he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Paul just shook it off in the fire and said, and he said, no weapon formed against me will prosper. And he knew that the minister that God had called him to is going to fulfill it. He knew, and when he shook it off, no harm came to him. However, now let's look at verse 6. However, they expected that he would swell up or suddenly fall down dead. They were going, man, this dude, he got bit by this viper. He's not going to live very long. But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Verse 7, in that region there was an estate of the leading citizen of the island whose name was Publius, who received us and entertained us courteously for three days. And it happened that the father of Publius lay sick on a, of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and prayed, and he laid hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. Now see, Paul laid hands on the sick and they recovered. He said, if, and Jesus said, uh, they'd handle snakes, but I'm not saying Paul was handling a snake or anything, but I'm saying it laid, it got a hold of him. And Paul, uh, Jesus said that even if he drunk any deadly thing, it wouldn't harm you. Now, I'm not saying you can go out here and drink any deadly thing, or you shouldn't be going out here and playing with snakes either. But if it did happen, you can use your faith that nothing will happen to you. Now, I believe that if you go out here and, and drink arsenic, and I've seen that, that you're, uh, it's tempting God. If you if you say, well, I'm going to take some poison to see if it kills me or not, that's uh, I, I don't agree with that at all. And I don't agree with going out here and handling snakes to see if you can get bit by one and one uh, hurt you. But I'm saying if it did, you can use your faith to believe that it wouldn't harm you. As he said in Mark chapter 16. Now, see, I've seen a lot of these a lot of things I've seen that I don't agree with, but uh, I do agree that if you use your faith in an area and it accidentally happened to you, that it would happen. But uh, I believe that if you go out here and just uh, 
start doing some of these crazy things that it's uh it's like um, Jesus told the devil. He said if he said uh, cast yourself down from this mountain and and Jesus said don't tempt the Lord thy God. He said lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said you don't tempt the Lord thy God. So I'm believing that that it's uh, it can be tempting God in some of these areas that we shouldn't be doing that. But you know uh, when they seen the faith that Paul had and that the snake didn't hurt him, they thought he was a god. But then he went into Publius's house and uh, he was courteous to him for three days and then uh, he uh, laid hands on him and he was totally well. And then all the people that came on that island of Malta, they came and they were healed said the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. Now this is through the, the, the ministry of Paul. They were everyone made whole. He said all of them, didn't he? They also honored us in, in uh, many ways, and when we departed, they provided such things as were necessary. Now see, they were shipwrecked. They ended up on the island of Malta. And then uh, these people were courteous to them because it was raining and everything. But then they uh, built the fire and then the, the viper got a hold of him. But you see, it was a sign to those people. It was a sign and a wonder because he should have been dead. And a natural person would have because it's probably one of the most deadly snakes in the world. But see, Paul just shook it off. He said he shook that snake back off in the fire and and uh, no harm shall come to me. Amen? But he was not a God, but he used his faith. Now see, what's impossible with man is not impossible with God because all things are possible to him that believes. Now I don't believe uh, that they probably would not have accepted Paul in the way that they did before if that snake hadn't grabbed a hold of his hand. But when they seen that he didn't die, they, they said, he's not a sinful man, he must be a god, because nobody else has ever had this happen and, and not die. Now see, we also have to understand this. Let's look at uh, Luke chapter 7, and verses 11 through 17, and look at Jesus and the son of the widow of Nain. Now see, one of the most powerful things in the word of God is love and compassion. Let's look at verse 11. Now it happened the day after that that he went into a city called Nain and many of his disciples went with him in a large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. Now think about this. This woman was a widow. That's the only child that she had. She didn't have anybody else. She was alone. She was alone, nobody. She didn't have anyone. And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. Now see, Jesus knew, he probably knew this one, he said, that woman is alone and, and her only son is dead. 
and he had compassion on her because he could see how bad it was hurting this woman. She was alone. She didn't have anyone in the whole world, and his compassion reached out to her, and his compassion caused him to desire that that child be made well and whole and raised from the dead. Well, when he uh, when he did that, he reached out and he said this to this young man. The gift of special faith was in operation. The gifts of healing were in operation. The gifts of working of miracles is in operation. All these gifts of healings, everything was in operation at the same time because if they hadn't been, then he might have raised him from the dead. But if he, he wasn't totally healed, then he would have been dead again. See, the the compassion of Jesus caused the operation of the gifts of spirit to be in operation as well because his love and compassion for that woman, it uh, it operated, and it wasn't her faith that did it. It was Jesus' compassion that caused the gifts of the spirit to be in operation. And guess what? His compassion for you is the same as it is for this woman. He He never changed. He had compassion on her, and he knew that she would never have anyone else again because she was going to be alone. Probably She probably didn't have money. I don't know, but, you know, she probably would have lost her livelihood. You know, her son could have been the only one that was taken care of. And to be alone is not a good thing either. The Lord doesn't want that. Now, verse 16 says, Then fear came upon all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet prophet has arisen among us and God has visited his people and this report went throughout all Judea and all the surrounding region that he had touched that coffin spoke to that young man and he was raised from the dead now see it was the working of the gifts of the spirit of the Holy Ghost that's working through Jesus because Jesus he had compassion on that woman now see a lot of times people under, don't understand that compassion is one of the greatest and most powerful things on the planet. You can have compassion and, and have love for someone and see their hurt. And then what happens is, it's, uh, as the Word of God says, when one part of the body is hurting, then the whole body hurts. That each and every person, if you care as much about somebody else as you do yourself, then what happens is that compassion and that love, it causes things to happen. Because the Holy Ghost, he pays attention to that. That love is greater than anything else. Love and compassion is the greatest power upon this planet. It says that God is love. There is no greater gift than love. There is no greater thing than love because God is love. Jesus was pure love. He's pure, he was pure compassion. He had compassion on the multitudes and he went out. And he knew that all these people needed healing. He went out and he taught the word of God. Spent hours out there under the anointing and people being healed and coming up and touching their, his garment or he would lay hands on them or speak the word and people were totally made well because of the compassion that Jesus had for other people. Now, if you want the gifts of the Spirit to operate in your life, then you need to have compassion and love for other people and say, I'm doing this 
because I want to see people's lives changed. I, I don't want to see the devil overriding them anymore coming and uh, tormenting them anymore. I don't want to see them sick. I don't want to see them left alone. I want to see the work of God done upon this planet because I have compassion for other people. Amen. Now see, what you have to understand is this too, that the compassion of God, it never changes. The Father God's compassion for you and His love for you is always the same. He sent the Lord Jesus Christ. He died upon the cross. He did everything that He did for us so that we could come into His presence and ask Him for anything that we need and receive that by faith. Now see, the Lord, He loves you more than you even love yourself and you don't realize it, but He loves you even more than you love yourself. And He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be whole. He wants your life to be complete even more than you do because He died and He gave His life so that you could have that. No greater love has anyone than a man lay down his life for his friends. But you know, the Lord... It's the one you have to come to. And when you do, understand that his love and compassion for you never changes and he will not withhold anything from you ever. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you.